Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. I pray your week was good. I pray that you are growing and increasing and multiplying in your understanding and in obedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Today is a, a day, a teaching, that I'm not really excited about bringing because it's one of those teachings or words that are hard to receive and it's even harder to minister. But nonetheless, the title of today's teaching is Yahweh's Will, Not Mine, so... I will teach this according to Yahweh's will and not my, not what I want. But let's start. <clears throat> let's go to Jeremiah 29.11. Many of the decisions, actually many of the wrong decisions, we have made in our life. Now, all of us have made decisions uh, that we wish we could go back and undo, reverse, believe that they never existed because they caused pain, they caused disappointment, hurts, wounds, whatever, in our life. But there are many wrong decisions we have made in our life that have been just to please ourselves. We made these wrong decisions because we allowed our passions, our lusts, our desires, our wants to dominate and dictate and order our steps in the way that we wanted to go. Now many of them were made not in Messiah, not in understanding Yahweh's laws and commandments, but I do realize that there are many people that call themselves believers and they are still making these decisions that are not based on Yahweh's laws and commandments because if they're based on Yahweh's laws and commandments according to the understanding of Yahweh's laws and commandments yet they choose to go by the way that they see it or by the way they feel or by the way that it makes them feel um, so on and so forth and these wrong decisions will come back and bite you, so to speak. And these wrong decisions, which were decisions based upon our will, our wants, our desires, sometimes our needs, they will bring into our life problems and we're going to see in the scripture curses now if you just read Deuteronomy 28 starting with verse 15 it says when you do not obey Yahweh's laws and commandments all these curses will come upon you so whether you know something is a curse or not it's still going to come upon you it will just be determined by how much you know 
and how much you don't know. But nonetheless, it's still going to have a negative effect upon your life. And it says in verses 1 through 14 that if you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, if you obey the Sabbath, if you obey the feast days, if you do not follow and participate in the customs of the pagan customs of this world system, you'll be blessed. Coming in, blessed going out, so on and so forth. So, many of the decisions, and just think about this, many of the wrong decisions that you have made, I know many people have gotten into relationships based on passion, based on what they wanted, and I just praise Yahweh that, you know, he's, He kept me from marrying the wrong person. I remember when I was single, and you know, and I thought I really cared for someone, and the relationship ended up breaking up, and it really bothered me, and I wondered, how come, how come, how come? Well, today, 38 years ago today, my wife and I were joined together in holy matrimony. And it has been an awesome, abundant, joyful, peaceful, glorious 38 years of marriage to my wife. Now, this none of this would have taken place if I would have married the wrong person. So I praise Yahweh that when I have wanted to do things, wanted to move places, wanted to buy this or that, wanted this, that, or the other, that He resisted me. He revealed to me just on the inside. Most of the time it was on the inside. You know, I'd start out, we'd start out like we'd been looking for a cabin in the mountains. Oh yeah, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one. And, you know, we check it out and do all the research you can do. And we'd be praying and praying and praying and praying. And over a period of time, it went from excitement to where it totally died and there was nothing. So by the discerning of spirits, I knew not to pursue those decisions. Now, one of the positive things... Um, where we were looking to buy a cabin this past uh, month, that whole area was on fire. Now, I don't know if that exact area where that exact how cabin would have been would have been burnt, but nonetheless, that could have been one of the possible reasons that he said, and he led us not to purchase it. So we have to. As believers in Messiah, Galatians 5.24 says, I believe it's 5.24, yep. It says, they that are, that are Messiahs have crucified the flesh with its affections and lusts. So just because you desire someone, just because you desire something, just because, you know, there's an excitement and a peace in you does not guarantee 
that that is according to Yahweh's plan and will at this moment for your life. One thing I learned and have learned is that when I'm praying about something, if I'm not getting any direction, if I'm not getting a specific answer, that means either to wait or not now, or it could be, no, that's not my plan for you. And we have to learn to crucify, put to death our plans, our wills, our desires, our emotions, our needs, and pick up our cross daily, pick up His laws and commandments, and be willing to submit to Him, be willing to accept that He is saying, not yet, and to trust that He has your best interest at heart. And that He will make a way where there seems to be no way. And it might not be that exact thing. Now I remember when I was single and I was working at, um, what was the name of that bus company in Roswell? TMC. We were living in Roswell, New Mexico. I was working at a bus company and, and I was dating a girl. And, you know, I said, well, I said, Lord, but I didn't know him as Yahweh then, that I need an answer. Now, open my Bible, and it fell open to Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in, in Yahweh, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, I interpreted that, that that girl was then going, I was going to marry her. Wrong interpretation. He said he'd give me the desires of my heart. And he did, through my wife Linda, beyond what I could think or ask. Because it was a desire of my heart to have someone in my life to love and to be loved by. And he has far exceeding both of our desires in this, in this area. So, just because it's a desire of your heart doesn't mean that specific person or that thing or that house or that home is his plan for you but a house or a home or a wife or a husband or a family that will be in line with his will but it may not be that one so we need to have a heart and a passion that says Yahweh not my will but your will be done and I will just set back and watch you order my steps and bring about everything that needs to be brought about. So, in Jeremiah 29.11, we all know this, it says, For I know the purposes which I am planning for you. So Yahweh has a specific plan and purpose for every one of our lives, every second of the day, every year, whether it was when I was 24 or whether when we're in our 60s. For I know the purposes which I am planning for you, says Yahweh, purposes of peace and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So, you know, many times people make decisions, and they're mostly wrong decisions, when they make it on their own. And he knows his plan for you, 
He has a future for you and a hope. And when we step out of His plan, then that aborts that future and that aborts any peace or hope. And what it does bring is it brings a lot of negativity, a lot of pain, a lot of problems, because cursed is everyone that disobeys His laws and commandments. And if He's not commanding you or directing you to do something, and you choose to do it on your own, then you are disobeying His laws and commandments. The other thing that I have found, when we don't follow His will, when we don't submit to His laws and commandments, His plans and purposes, usually it's people that are real stiff-necked and stubborn, and they're going to do whatever they want. They're, they're living, like Hasatan has said, do as thou wilt. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Now many times, believers in Messiah do whatever they want to do, but they try to spiritualize it by saying Yahweh said, or many will say the Lord said. When, when they say that, you know instantly that it wasn't because it violates His laws and commandments. If anything violates His laws and commandments, then it's not of Yahweh. It's not of Yahweh, and it will not turn out well for you. All right, <clears throat> let's go to Psalm 27, I mean 37, excuse me, and verse 23. This is something we try to pray on a regular basis, and I would encourage you to memorize these things. Okay, so Jeremiah 29, 11 is not about you doing your own thing. But it's about you following Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's about you and I following His plan and purpose. And many times we, we're not sure of His plan and purpose. We don't have no clear direction of His plan and purpose. That's when you wait. Wait upon Yahweh and you shall inherit the land. It says that at the end of Psalm 37. Wait upon Yahweh. Trust in Yahweh. See, a lot of people, they just they step out of that trust because they're walking more by what they see than by what thus saith Yahweh. More than what the Scriptures say. They're just doing their own thing. They have not yet fully crucified their flesh with its passions and with its lusts, Galatians 5.24. And that is a lifetime project that every day you need to realize what is the work of your flesh, what is your own desire, your own wants, your own will, and it could be something that's halfway decent. But nonetheless, for whatever reason, at this moment in time in your life, it's not His plan. And that's when you just say, yeah, I trust you. I don't know how this is going to work out, especially when you're getting older. You're, you're thinking, you know, hey, we're getting older here. How's this thing going to work out? That's when we need to trust in Yahweh. All right. 
Verse 23 says, the steps of a righteous man. Or you could say this way, the steps of one who obeys Yahweh's laws and commandments are ordered by Yahweh. See, Yahweh tries to order people's steps. But the people who do not live according to his laws and commandments, he's going to have a hard time getting through to them. But the people that are willing to crucify their flesh, willing to follow his path, his path willing to obey his laws and commandments, then he has a greater opportunity that they will listen to and hear his voice as he orders, not suggests, but orders his steps, just like in the military. When you get a direct order, there is no ifs, ands, or buts <clears throat> about it. You either do it and obey it, or you get, <clears throat> you know, thrown in the brig, or you get penalized some way, drop down, give me a hundred push-ups, something. So, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord, you, of Yahweh, sorry. You and I need to declare that my steps are going to be ordered by Yahweh, and I'm going to follow His orders. Alright? Now, in Matthew 26, I didn't write down, I forgot to write down the verse, but it's when Yahshua was in the garden. And he was preparing to go to, this, to the stake, to the tree. And, and he said, Yah, if you can do this any other way, I'm paraphrasing, then he said, not my will, but thy will be done. See, we need to have the Messiah's heart, not my will, but Yah, your will be done in our life. We need to live our life according to the will and passions of Yahweh and Yahshua. We need to live according to His laws and commandments. And when, you know, like when you first come to Torah, you learn about um, pagan customs, not to participate in them in any way, shape, fashion, or form, and you either submit to it and yield to it and receive it and accept it, or you become stiff-necked and stubborn and maybe do 90% of it, but this one 10% you're going to hold on to and you're going to do it anyways because you don't see anything wrong with it. He didn't ask you if you saw anything wrong with it. He didn't ask me if I saw anything wrong with it. Our response, he said, do not follow any of the pagan customs of this world system. And our response needs to be like if we're in the military, yes sir. We do that out of love. We do that willingly because we willingly submit to his laws and commandments. Just like when you learned about the Sabbath. You know, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. You know, you can come up with all kinds of reasons and excuses and justifications in your eyes. Why you don't need to keep it. Why you can go grocery shopping. Why you can go to the barber shop. Why you can go to the beauty parlor. Why you can go clothes shopping. You know, this, that, and the other thing. But that don't fly in Yah's eyes. He's just looking for one response. Yes, sir. I submit to it. I accept it. I take it by faith. 
in the power of your name. Same way with the feast, or, or same way with pork, you know, <clears throat> and other unclean foods. You know, you can say yes, sir, to it, or you can be stubborn and stiff-necked, and you can eat whatever you want. And see, the bottom line is when we do that, we are putting ourselves as, as the Elohim over our life, as the Mighty One over our life, we are putting ourselves up as a god or as an idol. And that we are worshiping self. We are honoring self and obeying self rather than obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. And Yahshua said, your worship will be in vain. Your worship will be in vain. Whether it's the rabbis added laws and commandments or you putting yourself above Yahweh, and then the next day you literally believe that you are a good disciple of Yeshua. Now, what did Yahshua say in Matthew 7, 23? It says that those will say that they've done this in His name, done this in His name, miracles in His name, and He said, I never knew you Depart from me, and one version says, you who work Torahlessness or lawlessness. You're doing your own thing. So if you're doing your own thing that is not in line with Yahweh's laws and commandments, He's going to say, away from me. You may think you know me, you may say you know me, but if you're not obeying and submitting and accepting my laws and commandments, my Torah, my instructions as the way for your life to go, then he is saying, he will say to you, away from me. See, I don't want to be like that. I lived 24 years of my life rebellious, doing my own thing, wanting to do my own thing. I even lived part of my, my life as a believer thinking I was doing Yahweh's things. And there are probably other times in my life that I was thinking I was doing something that Yahweh was leading me to do, but I was following my passions and lusts. And so we just have to ask Yahweh to forgive us and turn that situation around and get us back on track to obeying His laws and commandments and to realize that many of the decisions that we may have made might have been wrong decisions. But we're in that situation now, so we need to say, Yahweh, what should we do? Order my steps. <clears throat> okay. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23 and 24, Yahshua said, and He's talking about those that are going to follow Him. They need to pick up His cross, which to me represents obeying His laws and commandments. Then it says, let him deny himself. But Because if you seek to save your life, meaning if you're seeking to live to bring pleasure to your life, you are the number one in your life to please yourself, to please your family, to please everybody but Yahweh. He says, you're going to lose your life. But if you lose your life for my sake and the Gospels, then you'll find it. Luke 9 and 23 and 24. 
So, how many people do we know that they live their life to please self? Even those that claim to be in Torah, to be in Messiah. But they're living to please self. They're not living to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, no matter what they are. And see, when, when this takes place in your heart, and Torah is in your heart, obeying Torah, you know, I used to love shrimp. Linda can tell you, she'd say, how do you eat that stuff? I used to love shrimp. I used to love lobster. I used to love crisp bacon, a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah, baby. But when he did this work in my heart and brought me into Torah, it was not a burden to stop eating it. It wasn't a burden to keep the Sabbath. It wasn't a burden to crucify my flesh and to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. People that say it's a burden, they're not born from above because when you're born from above, it's not a burden. When it's a work of His Spirit, it's not a burden. It's a delight. It's a pleasure. You're living to bring Him pleasure instead of living to please yourself. All right, so it says here that you and I need to live to deny ourselves. Pick up our cross and follow Yahshua. All right? Now, we all know this in Matthew 6.10, Yahweh's Prayer. Yahshua says that we need to pray, Thy kingdom come, and Thy will be done. Not our will be done. Not, Yahweh, you know, do our will. His will be done. Messiah's will be done. Yahweh's will be done. Not our will be done. That we, li we live where He desires us to live. We work where He desires us to work. We do the things that He desires us to do. We give as He desires us to give. We forgive as He desires us to forgive. We walk in love towards others as He desires to walk in love towards others. You get the picture. All right. Um, one more verse or actually verses, go to Jeremiah chapter 11. Jeremiah chapter 11. Many people, and you hate to say this, even those in Messiah, even those in Torah, are following their own desires and their own passions. Many people have themselves as idols. They focus on themselves, their desires, their plans, their will, their happiness. How many times have you made a decision because you thought it would make you happy and in the end it bit you? Many people are worshiping self, living for self. And it doesn't matter what Yahweh's commandments say, they do what they want. And this is not right. 
we need to be corrected in this. And Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's laws and commandments, will bring us correction in this. And many people that live this way, as I said before, they are stubborn and stiff-necked, just like Israel was. Israel refused, and we're going to read this here, they refused to obey His laws and commandments. See, now, we need to be a people that cry out in faith, Yahweh, order my steps. Yahweh, direct my everyday path or life that I would obey Your commandments and Your Torah. Not my will, but Thy will be done. We need to be a people that crucifies His flesh, His passions, His wants, His covetousness, His lustfulness. And I'm not just speaking of a sexual lustfulness. I mean wanting things all the time. A new car, a new home, new shirt, new shoes, new, new purses, new dresses, new this, new this. Gotta have it. Oh, I just gotta have it. Remember, I was a teenager. Oh, I'll just die if I don't get that. I'll just die if I can't go to that dance. <laughs> oh, we laugh now, but at the time, it, we were serious. And we need to crucify these passions in the power of His name. That we would follow Him and obey Him. Here's another good thing. We need to pray that we would be open, we would be soft, pliable and flexible to Yahweh so that He can order our steps daily. See, when we're flexible and soft and pliable, He can direct us. And we, we will respond quickly. Not hard-heartedly, not where we're wrestling with Him. And He has to wrestle with us to get us to obey Him. May our life bring Him praise. And how it does that is by you and I obeying His laws and commandments. May I stop living to please self and to please and to go after my wants. May I live a set-apart life Totally obeying your laws and commandments. Totally separating myself from all paganism, pagan structures, pagan friends, pagan communities, pagan this, that, and the other. May any stubbornness in me be crushed and destroyed in the power of His name. All the steps I have taken and the decisions that I have made that took me out of your will, Yahweh, that you would forgive us. And we ask you to turn all these wrong decisions around and be glorified as you turn them around in the power of your name. Now let's just close this out as we read Jeremiah chapter 11. It says, And the word came to Jeremiah from Yahweh, saying, Now this doesn't have anything to do with his teaching, but... I've come to understand when the scripture says, and the word came to, it's not just talking about words, 
It's talking about the word, Yahshua. Yahshua came to Jeremiah from Yahweh saying, In the beginning was the word, the word was with Yahweh, and the word was Yahweh. Yahshua is the Torah. Yahshua came to Jeremiah and he gave him this word. Hear the words of this covenant and speak to the men of Judah and to those living in Jerusalem or to Israel. And say to them, So says Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel, Cursed is the man who does not obey the words of this covenant. <coughs> Cursed is the man who disobeys Yahweh's laws and commandments. So when we do our own thing, right here it says we're cursed. If that doesn't give you a passion not to live to please self, not to live to do your own thing, then I don't know what will. But it says, Cursed is the man who does not obey. Or, Cursed is the man who does his own thing. Cursed is the man who worships other Elohims or Mighty Ones. Cursed is the man who puts himself up as an idol and, and does whatever he wants to do. Then it says, Which I commanded your fathers in the day I brought them out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Obey my voice. This is what Yah is saying to us. Obey my voice and do them according to all that I command you, so that you will be my people and I will be your Elohim. So it says right there that the only people, and, and Paul said in here, let's just turn there, in Galatians, no wait, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, Oh, I believe it's chapter 5, right at the end. You start reading verse 14. It says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what partnership does righteousness have with lawlessness? And what fellowship does light have with darkness? And what agreement does the Messiah have with Satan? Or what part does a believer have with an unbeliever? And he says, And what harmony has the sanctuary, sanctuary of idols, of Elohim, excuse me, with idols? For you are the sanctuary of the living Elohim, even as it is said, I will dwell in them, and walk among them, and I'll be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. Because of this, because of this, because of this, come out from among them and be separated. So anybody in this world system and in paganism, pagan structures, pagan corporations, paganism of I don't know why that does that, sorry. But Annie, he said, come out from among them and be separated. 
We're not to participate. Jeremiah 10, 2, he says, come out. Or he doesn't say come out. He says, we are not to obey or follow the customs of this of these pagan nations. We're not to participate in any of them. In any way, shape, fashion, or form. And then he, he says that I will dwell in them. He says, do not touch the unclean thing because that's what's unclean. And he says, and I will receive you. I'll be a father to you and you'll be sons and daughters to me, says Yahweh Almighty. Now we go back to Jeremiah. And it, and it says here, Obey my voice, verse 4, and do them according to all that I command you, so that you shall be my people. So who does Yahweh say is his people? Christians? Catholics? Or those that simply obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. See, I don't put a, a name associated with who I am anymore. I'm just someone that is following Yahweh's laws and commandments, seeking to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, and to keep Yahweh's laws and commandments, and follow Messiah, follow Yah's word, His instructions, to the best of my ability. And when I fall short, I praise Yahweh that Yahshua paid the price, shed his Passover lamb's blood for me, for you, so that we might become a new creation and be forgiven. So the scripture says his people are not those that just name the name of Messiah. The scripture doesn't say that his people are those that give him lip service. As a matter of fact, that's what Yahweh said to the, to the rabbis and to the Jews in Mark 7, that they're just honoring him with lip service. But their heart is far from them. There's a scripture in Deuteronomy that says, Oh, that Israel would obey my commandments from their heart. And that is where you and I come in. We need to obey his laws and commandments from our heart. And when we do, we then know that we are his people. What is 1 John 2 says that if you say that you obey that that you are in Messiah and you do not obey his commandments, John said you're a liar. But but those that obey his laws and commandments, the truth is in them and I know we're all growing and you know some people may you know have maybe obeying 40% of his laws and commandments according to their understanding it's the part that you understand that you refuse to obey that's the part that gets you in trouble and then verse 5 it says in order to establish the oath which I swore to your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey verse 6 and Yahweh said to me, Declare all these words in the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear the words of this covenant and do them. For I solemnly warned your fathers in the day I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, 
to this day rising early in warning, saying, Obey my voice. Yet they did not obey nor stretch out their ear, but each walked in the stubbornness of their evil heart. But each walked in the stubbornness of their evil heart. See, our flesh in the natural, in the sin nature, has a stubbornness within it that at any time it can rise up and you can become stubborn. And when you are stubborn, the Bible says it's evil and it's contradictory to Yahweh's laws and commandments. So, we need to not walk in the stubbornness of their evil heart. And he says, and I will bring on them all the words of this commandment, of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they did not do. And Yahweh said to me, a plot is found among the men of Judah, among those living in Jerusalem. They have turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers. See, you and I can turn back to the iniquities of paganism through Christianity, through Catholicism, and just go back because we want fellowship, we want friends, we want to be liked, or, or whatever the case may be. When you turn back, it is called iniquities. It is called sin. It is called rebellion. It is called stubbornness. It is called lawlessness. And you will suffer the consequences because of it. Blessed is the man who obeys Yahweh. Cursed is the man who does not obey his laws and commandments. In verse 10, they turn their backs to the iniquities of their forefathers who refused to hear my words. See, you can, you can just refuse to hear his words. Oh, I mean, someone might share something with you, and I, I refuse to hear it. You're not going to listen to it. You're going to do your own thing. That's rebellion. That's stubbornness. That's idolatry. And those that live their lifestyle like that will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And it says, And they went after their other gods to serve them. The house of Israel, the house of Judah, which I have broken, which have broken my covenant, which I cut with their fathers. And so we see here that Yahweh is serious. And it's showing us how easily we can turn back to the iniquities of our forefathers by participating in things like Christmas, Halloween, Easter, New Year's, all those customs of this pagan world. Or we can participate in those iniquities by going to church services on Sunday, being part of an organization, coming under an umbrella of an organization that is linked to paganism, that is linked to iniquity, that is linked to sun god worships. Worship, excuse me. When you connect yourself to these in any way, shape, fashion, or form, you will come under those, those gods. You will come under that idolatry. You will put yourself in a place that Yahweh never meant for you to put yourself in. You'll have to deal with things. 
You know, one of the things I just won't go, say, to a family's wedding that's involved in Christianity or Catholicism. Why? I'm putting myself under those, that paganism. In the same way, if I go to those things, I'm acknowledging those things. I'm accepting those things. I'm opening the door to those things. And when you open the door to the enemy, he's going to flood in. But the number one reason is because Yahweh said not to follow after the customs of pagan nations. Not to participate in any of the customs of the pagan nations. Whatever it may be. Not to have anything to do with them. He gave strict commandments not to have anything to do with them. Don't let your sons marry their daughters. Don't let your daughters marry their sons. Don't get, be involved in any of that stuff. And I know some people might think, um, you know, you're going overboard. You're being too zealous. Well, I'm going to be zealous for Yahweh's laws and commandments. I'm going to be zealous to try not to follow this world's customs, paganism in any way, shape, fashion, or form. And I know we live in a pagan world. I know we live in a pagan nation. So we're going to be, we're going to be having to deal with some things that we don't really want to deal with, but we don't have to get caught up in it. We can be of this world, but not in this world. So, Father, we just praise you, we worship you, we bless you, we honor you, we love you, we adore you. We thank you, Father, that we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We ask you to forgive us and cleanse us of all stubbornness, of all idolatry, of all the times that we have followed our own lusts, our own passions, our own desires, our own wants, and we disobeyed you. We made wrong decisions. Father, forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Turn those things, that disobedience around for your glory. Order our steps in the way that we should go. We seek to delight ourselves in you and in your laws and commandments. And we thank you that you as we wait on you, as we keep obeying your laws and commandments, never compromising, you will grant us the desires of our heart. And we willingly choose to live a life being set apart. Being set apart from paganism. And even if family and friends don't understand it, and even if we may feel lonely, even if we may feel alone, not many friends, not many family gatherings and functions to go to. We choose you, Yahweh. We choose your laws and commandments. And we reject and we resist all forms of temptations, compromise, and paganism in the power of your name. As we seek you to help us, as we seek you to give us the power of your Spirit, to stay living separated unto your laws and commandments, separated 
unto your Sabbath, separated from paganism, separated from the people of this world, separated unto your feast days, separated unto your, unto your name, separated unto your Torah in all that you say. Father, we worship you. Father, we exalt you. Father, we praise you. Father, we bless your holy name. And Yahweh, we give you praise for it. We give you praise for it. We thank you for cleansing us. We thank you for washing us. And we ask you, Father, for the empowerment of your Spirit to crucify our flesh, to show us when our flesh, our passions, lust, covetousness rises up where we want to be like other people, where we want to be like other nations, that we would put it down, we would crucify it, we would nail it to the tree, and we would pick up your laws and commandments and follow you. And Yahshua, you laid down your life and obeyed Yahweh's laws and commandments. You said, not my will, but thy will be done. And we declare, not my will, but Yah's will be done. Yahweh's will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. We prophesy that over our life. Yahweh, your kingdom come. And your will be done. In the power of your name. So I just encourage you. Listen to this teaching over and over. Go over the scriptures. Be willing, be open, be flexible, be soft, be pliable. Let Yahweh order your steps in the way that you should go. And if you've gone in a way that you shouldn't have gone, turn around and retreat. Turn around and seek Him how to make things right. How to do what you are commanding Him to do. Regardless of the price, we are going to follow Yahweh. Though none go with us, even then I will still follow Yahweh I will still follow His Torah, His laws and commandments. So, Father, we thank You that You're making Your face shine upon us and giving us peace, turning things around, giving us a heart of repentance. And Father, You make a way where there seems to be no way. And Yahweh, we bless You. If you want to connect with us, YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com is our website. You can connect with me, Mark Pulley, or... The Assembly, Yahweh, Yahshua, Assembly on Facebook. Until next time, Yah bless you, Yah keep you, Yah make His face shine around you. Yahweh make, <coughs> Yahweh Himself will be a wall of fire all around you. Be healed, be strengthened, be obedient, be joyful, be willing to follow Yahweh's laws and commandments. Remember, Yahweh's will. Be done, not ours, in the power of your name.